Hi everyone and welcome to The Psalm Seed. This is a branch of the Women's Fellowship in Manchester called The Seed. We aim to uproot lies and plant the truth through conversation. We have a sister fellowship in London. You can find out more information about this on www.lovelimitless.com. So let's begin. And the wine was actually wine this time. And I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like, wine wine? It was legit, yeah, oh like, like legit wine. Like it's not fruit and reduction? It, no, it's not fruit reduction at all, but I had it. I think it had like a one for to the Sound Seed Podcast. It is Cheryl speaking and I'm joined with three, three special guests who are... Who are... Who are... <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Shelly. It worked. Okay, I'm going to say the names for them because <laughs> you are Aramide, Shelly, and Ife. Because I need them to match this, my energy. Woo! I know they can. It's <laughs> great. Welcome, guys. Welcome, guys. So before we get started, I'm going to ask one question. Um, what has been your highlight of this week so far? Today's Friday, um, and it's the... Ooh. I don't know when it's going to come out, but it's Friday. <laughs> We're celebrating the Queen this weekend. But what is your highlight for this week? And we say My the extra days off. <laughs> yeah? Go on, Shelley. No, go ahead, babes. Um, yeah, my highlight was of this week was probably, excuse me, um, my time spent away in, in the valley, went to the valley. And also, sorry, that was a bit loud. Um, I realised that Yorkshire water is nice. Like, it's actually really nice. I was so shocked. Like, Yorkshire Valley water is really, really nice. But that was my that was my highlight of this week. Um, I'll probably still be thinking about it for about <laughs> a couple of months until I go again. Um, yeah, it was good stuff, man. And the food. Oh, Father Lord, the food. Yeah, I, I think during my time, I was so grateful for taste buds because I was able to understand the flavour. Like, I had croissant before, but this one was a discovery. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, this one was... I've seen before, but this, this is a discovery. Oh, my God. This croissant was a discovery. Oh, I'm sorry. That's so funny. This sounds a fun question. How about you, Charles? What is your highlight of the week? Um... My sister's birthday was um, earlier this week. Yeah, she's just a little more than a baby now. Um, <laughs> she's like 21. She's 19. What do you mean? 19. <laughs> yeah, that is six years younger. She's basically a baby. Um, <laughs> and, and yeah, we surprised her. Uh, we had all, um, a bunch of her friends over and had a surprise party. And it was great, you know, celebrating her. <laughs> That's so lovely. It's weird with like siblings because you think they're getting older, but you're like, what? You're still. That's my point. She's a baby. I just. <laughs> going through, but she's an adult. <laughs> she's I just don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> she's getting older. I love it. How about you, Aramide? What has been your highlights? You're about to call me Aramide. <laughs> I know. I'm changing. Aramide. <laughs> um, oh, right back. Um, I think a highlight of my week was speaking to my brother on the phone. It was just nice to see him. Um, nice to laugh out loud. 
Um, and yeah, just see a familiar face that feels like home. That's so lovely. Love it, love it. Um, my highlight of the week would be the hiking we did yesterday. Um, so I organized a hike. I was very shameless. <laughs> I organized a hike with my friends. So I'm like, guys, let's go. Um, I might have put the the difficulty level as um medium. She um, lied. <laughs> <Yana, laughs> I needed some incentive to get them coming because I know if they're so challenging. They're not about to leave the house. And I wanted to live for it. It was great fun and we met some new people as well. Wait, so so you so you did I mislead them? No. I what? I I absolutely you misled them. I think you I think I think you wanted to say, did I lie to them? No, I misled them. (laughs) (laughs) She did both. She did both. Whatever we put it as, that's it is what it is. At what point I, I tasted blood in my mouth? Like what? <laughs> that's how that's how strange. Oh. I was actually on my hands and feet. I was like, because <laughs> we were going, it was like there was no visible path. And it's like we either have to go back up the mountain yeah. or try and continue through this valley. So this is the one that you guys wanted me to try. Oh, funny. Beloved, even me, I felt like I was bamboozled. But <laughs> now he's done it. Now it's like You've wow. been bamboozled. Sure. I'm gonna wrap them in for the next one, which is in August. Okay. So mine's ready, but it was it was really fun. I think I just really enjoyed like I guess doing something something different and just challenging myself to climb and just meeting new people, having just good conversations with yeah with different people. So that was nice. Um. So today today our topic for today is about Christian liberty. So what does it mean um to have Christ, to have liberty as Christian? What does freedom look like? to us as Christians. So I'm going to pause it directly to you guys. What do you understand um, to mean Christian liberty? What is What comes to your mind when you hear this? I can do whatever I want. Mm. Uh, sorry, Christian I have liberty? This, sorry, I have this horrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, Thank no, you no. for clarification, show. No, no, no. Okay, you know when you watch just like Maury shows? Oh my God, this is dope. They have yeah, this like kids that are out of control. Oh, uh, and I was like, I drink, I smoke, I can do whatever I want. Um, I think that's what some people feel that liberty just is. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a Christian, it's liberty is when you have freedom and you temper it with God. Mm-hmm. Um, or God tempers your freedom. Or your freedom is tempered by God. Whichever way you want to see it. It's like you have freedom to do whatever you want. Um but that freedom is being channeled, it's being chiseled by something that isn't necessarily you, but by the spirit of God. Um, so you can do whatever you want technically, but the things that oh my god, tired of the lie. Um, the things that you see your freedom for mm-hmm. as for the glory of God. I love that, I love that. We well, can do whatever you want, tempered by God. Um we're going to delve into that a little bit more. Shells, what do you think? Um, I think... <laughs> sorry, I just have to... Um, yeah, I think freedom as a Christian um, is, is holistic. Um, I think the freedom that um, we think of in the world is very... Um, it's just one one way. It's just, oh, my body, I can do whatever I want with my body. Um, and I think um, as a Christian, it's recognizing and understanding that freedom is holistic. So as obviously as humans, we're tripart beings. So we're spirit, um, soul, body, um, and all that actually. And it's actually having freedom in every area of our lives, you know, in all those parts. And that is actually understanding <laughs> everything. So the fact that, you know, we were born in slavery as in slavery to sin and understanding that now we're free. 
and in that we can do everything, obviously, <laughs> um, in the freedom that Christ has granted to us, you know, so very much understanding. Yeah, born into slavery, now we're free. Uh, I love that. Um, anyone else? Effa? What do you think, girl? <laughs> I think that I'm thinking at the moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. And I think, um, I, I guess when it comes to, like, the idea of freedom, I think oftentimes... Um, when I speak to people that are like non-Christians, it would be, okay, you're, you're a Christian, but you can't do this. Or, oh, can you do this? Can Christian do X, one Z? Can Christian do this? Can Christian do that? Can Christian go to this club? Can Christian go to Afro Nation? That was a big oh, <laughs> opera. I remember that. I remember that can Christian do, attend this and this? And it feels very sort of restrictive um, to other people. And when the Bible tells us that um, we are free in Christ, that it's because of freedom that we've been saved. It's because of freedom that we are no, no longer um bound by the yoke of slavery on and all of these things it sometimes feels like it's a okay but I need to follow all of these rules but then the Bible tells me I'm free as well but I know that I need to do this but I'm also free so how do I actually reason that um and I loved um I always go to got questions I don't know if anyone's used got questions (laughs) oh I love it it's so fun I love it and very clear yeah yeah and and I like their explanation at certain points at certain times and I, I liked how they explain what Christian liberty is um which is quite simply. So Christians, we are free um, in respect to do such. So Christian liberty is what they would class as us Christians being free to free in certain respects to do certain um, activities that are not expressly forbidden in the Bible. I think <laughs> we have arguments, well, not arguments, the base with certain people <laughs> when it comes to um, <laughs> Can we do this as Christian? Can we um, have premarital sex as Christian? It's like, no, that's not that's that's not uh, that's not Christian liberty. That's clearly um, forbidden in the Bible. But I think it's nuances to certain things about okay, certain things like drinking or piercings or tattoos. Just certain things that might feel like oh, I don't know. Um, the Bible doesn't speak explicitly about this being forbidden. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think how do we once we've kind of defined Christian liberty as us as Christians being free to do things that are not forbidden? So how do we actually determine um, whether or not we should not partake? in certain activities as Christians? How do you sort of determine whether or not you should not partake in certain activities as Christian? What kind of goes through your mind? It'd be nice to kind of get a snapshot of a, I guess, deciding factor. If someone says, hey, if uh, let's do X, Y, and Z, how do you kind of decipher? Um, <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> <not> side eye. <laughs> was like, what are you telling me to do? Oh, goodness. <laughs> I think we need to add videos to this because it adds so much. I really do think we should <laughs> bring videos. The videos would actually make it so, so funny. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, it adds think, something. Yeah, especially because our facial expressions are always very animated, I will say. Mm-hmm. That's the best word to describe it. <laughs> Even now, look at it. Uh, uh, to your question, uh, Shewa, I think um, I think one of my favorites is First Corinthians six twelve. Obviously, you guys know our love for Paul uh, at the seed. <laughs> okay. Our love for Paul is just—I think it's understated. Um, uh, where he says, "All things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be dominated by anything." Um, and I think that's like the correct mindset to actually approach in terms of like. Um, 
your Christian liberties, um, because I think in this world, and even Christians, we quite do it a lot. We're very much, what am I allowed to do? You know, um, so it's very much a question that we're always asking. Because I think we're always, even as Christians, uh, we're very much trying to find loopholes in our Christianity, which is just not the right way to look at things. We're always just trying to find a way to kind of um, go around, you know, what we've been taught or what we believe. And I'm just like, what type of mindset is that? Um, <laughs> And so I, I I love what Paul says, um, because he's just like, you know, we have been freed from the law, you know, all things are lawful in that sense for us. Um, but not all things are helpful, not all things are beneficial, not all things add to you, not all things edify you. And so it's um that scripture is kind of like the way I look into it in terms of like deciding because it's like, okay, I have to stop asking what am I allowed to do? And I have to start asking, okay, um these things that I want to do, does it glorify God? You know, um, does it honor God? Um, does it build up um the body of Christ? Um because that is what will be helpful to be as a Christian you know am I doing these things um and then that move forward with you know what I'm convicted yeah I really like that not all things are I remember it but not all things are like expedient so it's not everything you need to do yeah that's that's really good I just find it a bit suspect when Christians are like how close can I get to sin <laughs> I feel like that's literally the question that people that's mm. in the mind of a lot of Christians. It's like, I want, I mean, I have freedom and I know that the grace of God abounds. So, and I think often it's like, how close can I get? What can't I do? Mm-hmm. And it's more like, no, what should you do with the freedom rather than like, how can you abuse it? And I think a lot of people are on the verge of like trying to straddle both lines of like, of just... <laughs> It doesn't make sense to me because if you're having to ask that question, I'm genuinely concerned as to as to what you actually believe that freedom is for, who, the, mm-hmm. who you believe that freedom is for, because that freedom isn't for you just to run and do whatever you want, but it's for you to really express the 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 diverse ways that you can really express yourself as a Christian, right? Um, but yeah, I always find it a bit suspicious when when this question comes because it's like, well, this isn't technically sinning. And I was like, why is it that sin, avoid, sin avoidance is where your freedom starts and ends? Um, wow. Yeah. It's not, it's, not the, it's not the mindset of sin avoidance, right? <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm missing oh, something. Okay? <laughs> Wait, what? I feel like I missed something. So clearly, um, Shelly's sister Shelly like... enters her, ro- her, her room. <laughs> and Shelly's like... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no! I wasn't. I was. I wasn't doing that. It's because she was dressed, and I'm just like, "Where are you going?" Um, so I, I just, you know, I just. She was just like, because she tells me when she goes out. Obviously, you know, in terms of like, if I need you, I know where to reach you. And then I was trying to read her mouth, and I was trying to get her to read mine, and it just wasn't working out. And at the end, I was just like, "Just type it. I'm tired." <laughs> He looks very violent. Was like, you, you know that's how we speak. You know we're very animated and loud and we speak. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. But yeah, we... um, you were saying <laughs> it's not an avoidance. So when we have the wrong mindset, when it comes to actually saying, asking the question, should Christians do should Christians do this? Should we do this? Should we do this? It's kind of wanting us to see how far can we get to the line and enjoy this thing whatever it might be, 
but still be saved, right? Can I do this and still not lose my salvation? Can I still do this and still be in the right standing with God? Um, and I guess the, we should be flipping the question in this head is, how can I look more like Christ? And does this make me look more like Christ? And changing the way we ask things will actually give us a better answer instead. Um, you know what's so funny? Mm-hmm. Um, it's... It's the fact, like, um, just what Aramide said, whenever someone asks that question, you know, the whole, um, it's a bit suspect, it makes me laugh because when you ask it, you, you know, <laughs> you, you, you know, you basically know, and you're just trying to find the one person who will validate you, your, your wrong thinking, um, because you're kind of just like, you know, this is not okay. Um, cause it just reminds me of, it just reminds me, you know, you know, sometimes when you, you know, you take a variety of pictures and then one of them is just like off or you know one of them you know showing a bit too much and you're kind of just like you know this is so cute but Mm -hmm. you you just know that Shelly this is showing too much chest and like and I remember I remember one time I just looked at the picture I'm just like there's too much um my top dipped and there's too much breast showing but I'm just like but the picture is just so beautiful and I'm just like I know I can't post it but then I, I still went and I asked the girl I was just like so guys do you think um do you think this picture is okay and then they're just like Shelly come on it's just and I was just like I know <laughs> you know what's so funny I used to do that but I would go to my friends that I knew would encourage me the bad stuff <laughs> <laughs> the ones that would be like you know problem you know problem oh um, my god but even that very act of you checking with someone else just to validate your understanding I think that's what a lot of people do because believe it or not as a Christian, if you want someone to validate you in the wrong things, you will find Christians that will do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'll find Christians that will do that very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, Even more than Christians, you can twist the Bible to say, mm, I, can, I can make it work. I can make it work massively. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I've been better at it. But I've just been thinking, like, because I think we, we spoke about this at the session. Um, and how Ramadan said that liberty tempered with love should be our aim. You know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, we have liberty to do things, but we should also consider the love of our neighbor as we do them. Um, so, just some questions that go through my mind, and um, what that now goes through my mind. Before it was like, well, it's my race, your race, you do what you need to do. Do you know what I mean? And I'll do what I need to do. But it's like, actually, <clears throat> we're called um, to prefer one another and still walk with Christ um so Dan Strange absolutely love this 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 man of God I absolutely love love his um his ministry and what he does and he wrote a book called Plugged In and um basically talking about how to connect our faith faith to things that we watch and he answers the question that everyone is always asking can we watch can I watch can I do this can I do that um and he he says this quote says, our freedom in Christ should not become a stumbling block for those whose conscience says differently. Mm. Um, I think that's really important. And I've seen it in the life of like my church. So um, we were, we were, I was at community group and we were doing communion and the wine was actually wine this time. And I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> like, wine wine? It was legit, yeah, oh like, like legit wine. Like it's not fruit reduction. No, it's not fruit reduction at all, darling. Damn. It had a, I think it had like a one point five percent, or maybe even zero point five. I can't remember. No, I think it was zero point five percent. I can't remember. But there was a percentage there, okay. <laughs> and I remember reacting to it, and um, an elder looked at me. He was like, "Does that make you feel uncomfortable?" No, he said, um, "Is that marring your conscience?" Mm. And I was like, 
what a question to ask. Why would you even care? You know, but of course, you know, some, some you know, parts of, of the church um, would say, you know, we shouldn't drink at all. Um, and some parts would be like, well, we can enjoy a drink, you know, and it's okay. But he was concerned not just about his liberty, but also mm. my conscience in that moment and preferred me. And I was like, nah, not at all. It's just very interesting. <laughs> I didn't say it like that, but I was like, no, not at all. But thanks for asking, you know. Um, and I think sometimes we can also consider that question to people around us um, and be like, oh, this is fine for me. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not pleased with this, but this, this is a new believer. Um, mm-hmm. Is it, does that, are you concerned with that? Does that mar your conscience? If it does, let's just not have it. In church, we don't have wine, like the, the actual wine. Um, in Tesco, you can get something now with 0% alcohol, but tastes like wine. It's like game-changing. I was like, oh my gosh. Um, so we have that in church, but in someone's house, when, when, when they do drink wine, then it's like, let's just use that. But yeah, I think that's a, qu- a good question to ask um, and a question that I'm asking myself even more um, yeah you know does that bother you mm-hmm. um, not in a not in a, a cultural sense but just sometimes our conscience the more we're exposed to Christ the more our conscience develops and that sounds really yeah. weird but mm-hmm. it does right and we need to be willing to grow with people as that is happening and that is progressing um so yeah that's just a question I consider about other people I'm talking there but with me I always consider myself I always think okay um if I do this as Shelly kind of um, pointed at we don't start with the question we start with the end goal and then we work our way backwards yeah you know like this is who I want to be this is who I want to see um in me right Christ um and because that's the end goal what kind of decision can I make now to get there and it's little things you know should I indulge a bit more in that cake I can <laughs> I can order takeout for the fifth time this week I have the money God has given me provision mm-hmm. um but is this feeding my gluttony you know, mm. is this making me desire more mm. of or dependence more on God wow. than it is on me? Good you know, like just asking your question, those kind of questions. Like, I mm. can do this, um, but is this is this in line with this with the end goal that I that I want to be? Listen, I can message back God because He's going to give me attention. But is this is this in line? Hallelujah! Is this in line with um <laughs> with with the principle of? be relating with one another that the bible says we should be other centered and not just self-centered you know we should consider others before ourselves not because we care for ourselves less but that's just the principle of the kingdom right we should be other centered am i doing that in this dating sphere right now um i can listen <laughs> i can manipulate the situation i can say that i'm hungry and you know ask you to send me um you know i don't know maybe a free pass right um I know that I'm not interested in you at all. I can oh, do those oh, things. Oh. I can go and drink with you and have fun. I can do those things. But am I being other-centered when I do that? Yeah. That's the question I ask often. Am I being other-centered? And am I? is this in line with the end goal of becoming like Christ? Real questions I've asked, guys. These are highly specific examples, I have to say. Yeah, they're either happening in my life or in the life of a friend. You know, so it's not friends here, Ruben. Why are you like this?
like a lot of people might be listening and be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> 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 I'm talking about. <laughs> I ask myself that same question. <laughs> no, friend, yeah, well, no one that no. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. But I, I love that. And I think that really points to, I'm going to read it out, Galatians 5.13. Because of the liberty we've been called. So he says, for you, brethren, have been called to liberty. Only do not use the liberty as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. So Galatians 5.13. And I think that really answers how we should actually interact with our Christian liberty. Like, yes, we have the license. It's not the freedom to, liberty is not freedom to sin. It's freedom from sin. So we don't, use our Christian liberty to sin. It's like, it's to consider one another, okay? As if I said so, so, so beautifully, yes, I can do these things. Okay, but what, what's the end goal? What does this bring me, what does this, what does this bring me towards? Am I serving my brothers and sisters in love by doing X, Y, and Z? People that I know, people that I don't know. So unbelievers, Christians, all alike. Am I going to be um, a disdain to them by them seeing my actions? Yes, I can drink. Yes, I can do all of these things. But what witness, and that's another thing for us to pay attention to. Like, we, we're not here, we don't just stay in a bubble and people, people just, people don't look at you. Like, people always watch you. I think that's one thing I've learned so much. People watch your actions to see mm-hmm. what you're like. Um, and it's not, life is not just about us as Christians, right? Like, we are actually called to be a witness to other people. So when we know we're in certain situations where, yes, I can do X, Y, and Z, but in this scenario, it might present a, 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 a false witness of the calling that I have, then you adjust your actions and behavior based on that, not based on, yes, I can do it. And I'm not, I'm not in this, in this um, bondage of slavery or I'm just doing it for the sake of it. It's like knowing, okay, because of what I know, because of Christ, because I've been called to love one another, love myself as well and love one another as myself. Um, I can change my actions and I'm not like, oh my God, I can't do this anymore because people around me are being two-faced. Like, no, I, I just, I can align myself appropriately. Um, yeah. And I think on, on that note, I was going to ask as well, um, something I think about is, is even in our Christian circles, how do we, sometimes you might feel like, and I've had situations of this, that, okay, I feel like someone's like misusing their Christian liberty or someone's, um, how do we address this when I feel like someone isn't doing something right or someone's taking advantage of the Christian liberty that we have? And at times it feels like, oh, it's my journey, my walk, like it's just about me and you can't address it. Um, how do you, how do you, have you been in situations like that that you've seen a friend or seen a colleague or seen someone that, um, I can just speak to Christians, someone that that prophesies to be a Christian, misuse what you'd see as the Christian liberty. If you kind of just let it not let it slide just think okay holy spirit will minister to them and that's them or have you had situations where you've had to address it with your, with your friends and your family sorry i don't understand the question so at times as christians we speak about christian liberty mm-hmm. and then we say okay we decide what the limit is mm-hmm. but have you been in situations where you felt or you've seen um your friends christian friends misuse their christian liberty oh, yeah. you, pardon Sorry, that was like an ounce in my head. Do you sort of like leave them to say, okay, the Holy Spirit would minister them because if they're a Christian, of course they would know. Or do you address it? How do you actually handle these situations where you feel like your Christian friends are misusing their Christian liberty? (sighs) Admonishing Christians, a fellow Christian feels really strange because Mm -hmm. oftentimes we're so like, is the world that's wrong 
it's the world mm. and the forces that we have to come against that we have to rebuke that we have to speak out and say no it's the world that usually believes the wrong things about christ is the world that we have to correct mm-hmm. um so correcting someone so close to home can i say something i feel comfortable doing i don't think so but i think the times where i've seen someone misusing their freedom are times when i was really young in my faith and i was still trying to understand and i was like wait this is wrong but i was like oh, surely they know better you know it's like you know how some people are like so senior in the faith that it almost seems like they get a bypass like oh it's fine you know they know right from wrong mm-hmm. and i think that was my understanding and it's like surely if they know right from wrong then, then then they must know that what they're doing is wrong and so but i'm sure they're so mature that they just don't need to they don't need to align with certain rules. They don't need to obey certain things. And I think that was my understanding when I was first a Christian. I was like, oh, okay, maybe it's because I'm new. That's why I still need to do some certain things. Or especially with the topic of modesty, that's definitely something that in my mind I'm still trying to work out because I feel like last year before my stance was really like really set. And then I found myself wearing a mini dress and I said, this is along with your will. <laughs> when like, when I was first a Christian, I was like, if I wear anything that shows my knees, I must wear tights. Now I was like, when I see Christian, I hate to use the word baddies because that's something, but when I see like Christian influencers dressed in a certain way, I was like, maybe I'm too legalistic and maybe I just need to free up myself a little bit more. But I now realize that, so imagine, so when we went holiday, I was on the beach in a, in a one piece swimsuit. It wasn't a bikini, but it was still a one piece swimsuit. And one of my Christian friends was wearing shorts on top, like shorts to her knees on top. And I was like, oh no, but it's a beach, it's fine. And then I thought, hmm, a year ago, I would never have, I would have worn shorts too. And I was like, is it that over time, I've just seen more Christians dressed in a certain way at the beach. And now I've now allowed myself that privilege of saying, okay, that's completely okay for me. But the thing is, when I was still younger in the faith, I would have been like, no, this line is very clear cut. And so I think sometimes when you see Christians, I guess, going against, is it the grain? When they're not technically sinning, it's like, maybe it gives me permission to do certain things. I don't know if I'm kind of going off scouser here, but I think that's how it is in my head, where it's kind of like, maybe you're so senior in the faith that you just don't need to adhere by certain things. And so your freedom and you kind of going against the Christian status quo is a sign of like, maturity because you know god so much that you don't need to like so i need to address yeah, certain things yeah yeah no that, that makes like Do you yeah, know I what get, i'm trying to say yeah, and yeah, i'm, and I'm finding that. myself in that bracket and i'm having to really question myself to say around me i guess things. i guess What's changed yeah i guess the question maybe to you it would be like how would you want friends to because i think maybe it's at times it's hard for you to say how would you admonish other christians yeah, how would yeah. you want your friends to let you know would you would you want your friends to say oh i'm gonna leave shower to the holy spirit and the holy spirit can deal with her oh. or would you actually want your <laughs> would you actually want your friends to come and talk to you and say i would appreciate the conversation how would you want that maybe it might be easy to answer if, yeah if, i think yeah. it's easy to answer that way because i don't i've never really gone up to a christian and been like hey sister hey brother repent um (laughs) uh, i think i would want someone to come up to me to be like "Hmm, what's changed rather a conversation to kind of get my understanding how my understanding has changed because Mm -hmm. you can point out and be the so i'm about to say the haram police but we don't really have that in christians but we do like (laughs) like hey you're doing wrong but rather it's like hmm this certain aspect of me has changed. 
what's changing your thinking, what's changing your understanding of a certain topic or what your requirements are as a Christian, what's changed in that? Because that informs everything that I do. Um, and I think that would be a conversation that I'll be open to having, but not from a place of condemnation, mm-hmm. rather a place of like, what has changed? If let's say I was a certain way before I, or, or, or my, yeah, and, and I've decided something else. I think that that would be, yeah, that would be where I'd want someone to come to me from. Yeah, rather than just condemn, condemn. Because you wouldn't really do that to someone who wasn't a Christian. And mm-hmm. you'd want to pull them in, speak to them, and then come from a place of understanding. And then come to a place of understanding. Nice, nice. That's helpful. I'm sure that's helpful to know. What, what about you, ladies? What do you think? I think, um, yeah, I think... Um, oh, go ahead, love. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say... Oh, yeah. You know what? Yeah. No, I'm... Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that... Um, I would definitely uh, want them to come and have the conversation with me because if you actually think about it, leave it, <laughs> leave it somewhat to the Holy Spirit. <laughs> um, when you said it, I was just like, obviously the Holy Spirit convicts and, you know, he convicts um, in his way and, it, you know, it can be, it can be however. Um, but sometimes conviction from the Holy Spirit can be tough <laughs> if sometimes you don't want to face it. So it's probably, <laughs> I'd probably want someone to come to me and to address me and have a conversation with me. Um, and then obviously if I don't listen, then the Holy Spirit can um, have his way. Um, but it's actually very important how you come to me, you know? Um, you know, like I already said, uh, from not a place of condemnation. Don't just pull up to me and just yell and say, how, you know, did you see yourself moving mad? Like you ain't got no sense. Like, like is the way you approach me and have the conversation with me, like, you know, to actually, you know, out of a place of actual love and understanding and literally just like, let's actually have a chat. Let, you know, well, I will give my understanding. You will give your understanding and we will actually converse and come to a conclusion and um, there. So I, I think, yeah, the conversation is important, but how you actually address the conversation and how you approach it is really important as well. Mm-hmm. that's key I think it's not just saying it for the sake of saying it it's also yeah checking someone's heart and knowing what, why you're saying certain things and why you're coming to actually receive certain things mm-hmm. um, lovely any last thoughts to add on um, if there before we just round up um, yeah I was just going to say like asking questions so I remember um, someone, someone messaged me and they were like, oh, you know, like, I've noticed this. I'd really love to, you know, ask questions. I was like, yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> um, she's a friend, but she's, yeah. So, okay, the other example. Okay, sorry, I said a lot there. So a friend, we were talking, and she was like, oh, yeah, if I've noticed that your stance on this has changed. I was like, really? And in that moment, I had to make sure that my stance didn't change because I saw other Christians doing it, but mm-hmm. because I was, I was just carrying on in the way that I believe was okay, you know, quote unquote okay, but followed my conscience at the time. So something that I'm learning is not to change behavior or change actions based on what other Christians are doing, but to make sure that I'm not doing anything that marred my conscience at the time. You know, at the current time, how am I feeling about this? Um, and sometimes we try and excuse ourselves and be like, yeah, but I saw, mm-mm, calm mm-hmm. down. So yeah, it's like, what 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 do you believe like and the Holy Spirit is leading you to do right now? Do that, and as you progress, things might change. But anyway, she asked me. I was like, yeah, you know, it has changed because I don't believe this is what makes me um, righteous anymore. 
um, or I don't believe the the neglect of this or the what's the word I'm looking for? What's the word I used? But yeah, I was basically saying, yeah, it has changed because my knowledge about what it means to be holy has changed. That's what I said. Something around was like, because I think for a long time, can you hear me? Yeah, can yeah. you? I think for a long time I thought holiness meant um, having lack of things in your life, you know, like not doing something. Um, but actually holiness is doing something. Oh my gosh, that did not make any sense. Does that make sense? So say, for example, people yeah. would say, you are more holy if you don't do this. But yeah. God is saying, you are holy if you are this in me, right? You're, you're mm-hmm. holy because you are made in my image, or you're holy because I've made you in that way. Holiness is not just an action, it's an identity that we need to be living from, not just mm-hmm. the action that we do, right? Mm-hmm. And then because my perspective of that changed, I was like, oh my gosh, I can try white wine, you know? <laughs> oh, Father Lord, oh my gosh, like, I don't have to fast for three days to feel holy anymore. Like that changed a lot of things because I understood what holiness meant. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think how I would approach someone or how 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 I have been approached is just people to pose questions as the Ramadan said and, mm-hmm. and try and get people's understanding about where they are. So you can meet them there, but also bring the truth there as well. Yeah. That's good. It's not it did make sense what you said. Like it's holiness is not about doing nothing is actually about who you are mm-hmm. and I think that's the core goal so in our Christian liberty we are called to save one another but to do that because we want to look ultimate, ultimately like Christ did right because he served his friends and he was there for his friends and he, he lived in his in holiness not just about him doing action things but because that's actually who he is um and that's beautiful I think to kind of wrap up um Christian liberty is there because we should have freedom, right? We should be free from things that are um, that would make us feel like we we follow a faith of just sort of bondage and just rule following. Um, but the Holy Spirit is there to guide us. The Holy Spirit is is a life that actually pointed in the right way, um, and it's it's a good thing because we can walk with God, we can learn with God, we can our stands and different things might change here and there, but ultimately as long as we are, um, we remain connected to God and actually remaining, asking ourselves, okay, why, why am I doing this? Who is it for? Who does this glorify in different situations? Um, and I, I, I really believe the Holy Spirit will guide us. Um, and I believe we actually will be obedient to the Holy Spirit, even when he does guide us and we just try to say, I don't want to hear you. I, I, I pray rather we'll be obedient to the Holy Spirit guidance. Um, and on note, we shall bring this episode to an end. Thank you for listening. Thank you for taking your time and spending the last half an hour or so with us. Um, And we will catch you at the next episode. Goodbye. Have a good day. So this has been The Sound Seed. Thank you so much for listening. And remember to keep pursuing truth through conversation and community. See you on the next episode.